0: Ashley Brock reading Diane Palmer's book, Harley, Chapter 8. Alice followed Kilraven out the door. He stood on the steps of the detention center, deep in top. Why did you think you might know the murder victim, Allison? I told you. You lied. He looked down at her with our stride Oh, I'm psychic, she said easily. You know all those shows about people with ESP who solve murders? Well, I get mistaken for the dish you want all the time. You're not psychic, Alice, he said impatiently. No sense of humor, she's got, I wonder how you stay sane on the job. Okay, okay, she held up both hands when he went, I'll talk, it was the way you rushed over here to look at the drawing, come on, give me a break, nobody gets in that sort of hurry without a pre- pretty sturdy reason. He rested his hand on the holster, butt of his pistol, his eyes held that thousand yard stare that was so remarked remarked on in combat. Stories. I've encouraged a former San Antonio detective to do some digging into the files on my cold case. He said quietly. And you aren't to mention that to Marquise. He's in enough trouble. We're not going his home. She wouldn't have dared mention that, she already knew about the detective working on the case and so did Marquise. Have you got a lead? Yes. I thought this case might be one, he said quietly. A guy comes down here from San Antonio and gets killed. It's eerie, but I had a feeling that he might have been looking for me. Stupid. I know. There are a dozen of reasons he might have driven down here, she replied and he might have been passing through. The perp might have followed him and ambushed him. You're right, of course. He made a I gave hoping I'll get lucky one day. The smile fit in the course there. I want to know who it was. I want to make him pay for the past several miserable years of my life. <laughs> she got dread funny. Nothing will make up for that. He said about you can't take two lives out of someone. There's no punishment on earth that will take away the pain or the loss. You know that. Coincidentally, I do. He said. You're a sharp. I worked somebody else's shift as a favor that night. If I hadn't, I'd have been with him. Stop that! She said in a tone short enough to shock him. Lives have been destroyed with that one stupid word. If, listen to me, Kill Raven, you can't appropriate the power of life and death. You can't control the world. Sometimes people die in horrible ways. It's not right, but it's just the way things are. To go forward, living in regrets is only another way the perp scores off you. He didn't seem to take offense. He was actually, listen, I hear from victims' families all the time. She continued, they grieve, they hate, they live for vengeance. They can't wait for the case to go to trial so they can watch the guilty person burn. But guess what? Juries don't convict, or poops make deals, or sometimes the case even gets thrown out of court because of a break in the chain of evidence. And all that anger has no place to go, except in some... Sound bites for the six o'clock news. Then the families go home and the hatred grows and they get into, and they end up with empty lives full of nothing. Nothing at all. Hate takes the place that healing should occupy. He's turned down on our phone. I guess I've been there. For about seven years, she guessed. All you're doing all you're going to devote your life to are you going to let you devote your life to all that hatred? You've gone old with nothing to show for those wasted years except bitter memories. If my daughter had lived, he said her, she'd be ten years old next week. She didn't know how to answer him. Dang, we felt it was even everywhere. He got away with it, Jones, he said harshly. No, he didn't. She replied. Somebody knows what happened and who did it. One day a telephone will ring in a detective's office, and a jilted girlfriend or a boyfriend will give up the perp out of hurt or revenge, or greed. He laughed. Like, you really think so? I've seen it happen. So have you. I guess I have. Try to stop living in the past, she counselled gently. It's a waste of a good man. He lifted an eyebrow. The black boots seemed to drop away as Silver Rush flirting with me. Don't go there, she went. I've seen too many wives sitting up watching the late show, hoping their husbands would come home. That's not going to be me. I'm going to marry a cattle rancher and sleep nights. <laughs> he grinned there's there's no guarantee of sleep baby bulls and cows almost always get born in the wee hours of the morning you know she agreed smiling you and john have that huge black angus ranch in oklahoma don't you you know pity pity neither of us wants to sit around and babysit cattle we're too career conscious when you get older it might appeal it might he said but not with enthusiasm we hold on to it because John's mother lives, likes to have company there. She's got a new prospect for John. I heard Alice chuckled. He got arrested in his own office for sexual harassment. I understand Jocelyn Perry is still making him suffer for four. It really was sexual harassment. The woman is a cold girl. We both tried to tell my stepmother, but her best friend is the woman's mother. She won't believe us. Mom keeps trying to get her to the ranch with the idea that John will like her better if he sees her in blue jeans. Pat chance, says. John should tell Jocelyn the truth. He won't lower his dignity that far. He said if she wants to think he's that much of a scoundrel, let her. They don't get along anyway. No offense, but most women don't get along with your brother, she replied. He doesn't really like women very much, he said. If you had my stepmother as a mom, you wouldn't either, he held a She has her good qualities, but she has blind spots and prejudices that would choke a mule. God help the woman who really falls in love with John, she'll have to get past John's mother and it will take a tank. She lips Ay your Jocelyn has the personality of a thank you Joggle. She does, but she hates yawn. <laughs> yes, hesitated If you get any new leads, you'll tell me, right? Right. Thanks for the lecture. Yeah, it was too much. You're not bad. I'm terrific, right? So just you wait. Harley Fowler will be rushing me to the nearest minister any day now. Poor guy. Hey, you stop that. I'm a catcher I am. I've got movie stars standing on the line trying to marry me. Where are you going? Back to work while there's still time, he called over his shoulder. Where she could add to her bragging, he hopped into his squad car and peeled out of the parking lot. <laughs> Alice stared after him. You'd be lucky if I set my sights on you, she said to nobody in particular. It's your loss, she called after the retreating squad car. It deputy she hadn't heard come up behind her. Talking to yourself against Jones, he mutes. He gave him a pain glance. It's just as well that I do. I'm not having much luck in people to listen to me. I know just how that feels, he said with a chuckle. He probably did, she thought, as she went back to her van. People in law enforcement were as much social workers as law enforcement. They had to be diplomatic, keep their tempers under extraordinary provo- provocation, hand out helpful advice, and firm warnings. Sort out a... Domestic problems handle unruly suspects even and even dodge bullets. Alice knew she was not cut out for that sort of life, but she enjoyed her job. At least, she chuckled; she didn't have to dodge bullets. Saturday, she was still in Jacobsville waiting for one last piece of evidence that came from the site of the car that was submerged in the river. Fishermen had found a strange object near the site and called police. Haynes Carson had driven out himself to have a look. It was a metal thermos jug that the fishermen had found in some weeds. It looked new and still had liquid in it. Could have been that some other... Pre- pedestrian lost it, Haines confined, but it paid to keep your options open. Haynes had promised that Alice could have it, but she'd promised to go riding with Harley, so she told Haynes she'd pick it up at his office later, late that afternoon. And you'd think the sheriff himself sits at his desk waiting for paper on a Saturday. Haynes queued on the phone in mock horror. Listen, Haynes, I have you know, good authority that you practically sleep at that office most nights and even keep a razor and toothbrush there. She said with we'll a humor. So I'll see you about seven. He said, I'll be here working up another budget proposal see she hung up Side parks wasn't what she expected he was tall and lean with black hair showing just threads of gray and green eyes his wife lisa was shorter and blonde with light eyes and glasses they had two sons one with a, was a toddler and the other newborn lisa was holding one cy had the oldest we've heard a lot about you cy mused alice stood next harley they were all wearing jeans and long sleeve shirts and coats it was a cold day most of it probably true, Alice sighed. But I have great teeth, she displayed them in a good attitude. They laughed. We haven't heard bad things, Lisa assured her adjusting her glasses on a perk nose. Yes, we have, said chuckled. Not really bad ones. Harley says you keep proposing to him is all. Oh, that's true. El said I'm wearing wearing them down, day by day. I just can't get him to let me buy him a ring. Sid so burst his lips and glanced at Harley. Hey if you can get him in a suit, I'll give him away. He promised. Arlie grinned at him. I'll remind you that you said that. He told his boss. size eyes were more kind than he was. I meant it. Arlie flushed a little with pleasure. Thanks. <laughs> Does that mean yes? Alice <laughs> asked Arlie. wide-eyed. He gave her a like, It means I'm thinking about it. Darn. <laughs> she muttered. How's your murder investigation coming? I si asked suddenly you mean the day b on the river yes yeah, slowly we've got evidence we just can't puzzle out what it means <laughs> there are some messed up people involved is my guess cy said somewhere of have seen people handle the way your victim was It's usually meant a very physical personal grudge alice nodded we've found that most close up attacks when they aren't random are done by people with a grudge i never cease to be amazed at what human beings are capable of Amen. Sisling number only. We better get these boys back in the warm house. We've been through the mill with colds already, <laughs> he chuckled. Nice to meet you Alice. If you can get him he pointed to Harley to marry you. I've already promised him some land and a seed herd of my best cattle. That's really nice of you. Alice said it Vincent. So I glanced at Harley warmly. It's kind of like I'd kinda like to keep him close by. He said with a small I'd miss him. Harley seemed to grow to a feed. I'm not going anywhere, he jawed, but he couldn't that he was flattered. Come back again, Lisa told Alice. It's hard to find two minutes to talk with little guys like these around trying to get her babies, but we'll manage. I'd love to, Alice told her. The Parks family waved and went in the house. They're nice, Alice said to Harley. You know, Mr. Parks has been more of a father to me than my own ever was. Alice wanted to comment to ask about the senator, but the look on Harley's face stopped her. It was traumatic. I haven't been on a horse in about two years, she told him. I had to go out with the Texas Rangers to look at some remains in the brush country and it was the only way to get to the crime scene, she know Six hours on horseback through prickly pear cactuses and thorny bushes. My legs were scratched even through thick jeans and they felt like they were predominantly bold when I finally got back home. <laughs> I've been there too, he you laughed. Know. But we wouldn't go six hours but we won't go six hours, I promise. He led her to the barn where he already had two horses saddled. Hers was a pinto, a female, just the right size. That's Bane, he said. Kobe Lane's daughter rides her when she comes over here. Bane, she asked. She's a pinto. He said, she laughed. Oh. He climbed in the saddle of a black Arabian leading and led off down the trail that ran to the back of the property. It was a nice day to go riding, she thought. It had rained the night before, but it was sunny today. If cold, there were small mud patches on the trail, and despite the dead grass and bare trees, it felt good to be out, uh, out of doors on a horse. She closed her eyes and smelled the clean scent of country air. If you could bottle this air, she commented, you could outsell perfume companies. He <laughs> you sure could. It's great, isn't it? People in cities don't even know what they're missing. You lived in a city once, didn't you? She asked in a conversational tone, turned his head sideways, still blue eyes, staring under the white brim of his hat as he pondered the question. Connections, Alice. She flushed, no, I really haven't. I've just noticed similarities and names. He replied, yes, she confessed. He drew in a breath and drew in the rain. So did she. He sat beside her quietly, his eyes resting on the horizon. Senator, is your father? She asked you know, yes. She spurred her gaze to the ground. It was just faintly muddy, and the vegetarian was brown. The trees in the distance were bare. It was a cold landscape. Cold, like Harley's expression. My parents were always in the middle of a cocktail party or a meeting all my life. I grew up here in the sound of ice clinking in glasses. We had politicians and other rich and famous people wandering in and out. I was marched out before bedtime to show everybody what a family man the politician was. He laughed coldly. My mother was a superior court judge, he yeah, added surprisingly. Very solemn on the bench, very strict at home. My sister died, and suddenly she was drinking more heavily than my father at those cocktail parties. She gave up her job on the bench to become an importer. He shook his head. He changed, too. When he was younger, he played ball with me or took me to the movies. After my sister died, everything was devoted to his career, the campaigning, even when he wasn't up for reelection. I can't tell you how sick I got of it. I can almost imagine, she said gently. I'm sorry. He turned back to her friend. I never connected those two facts, you know. My sister's death with the changes in my parents. I was just a kid myself, not really old enough to think deeply. He glanced back at the eyes. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe you were both wrong, she corrected. Your father seemed very sad when he saw you. It's been almost eight years, he was like and all that time not one card or phone call. It's hard to square that with any real regret. Sometimes people don't know how to reach out, she said. I've seen families alienate for years all because they didn't know how to make the first contact, take the first step back to a relationship that had gone wrong. He said I had a finger in the middle. I guess that describes me pretty well. It's pride, isn't it? She, yes, he left her isn't it. Isn't it always, he wondered aloud. I felt that I was the wrong party. I didn't think it was up to me to make the first move. So I waited. Maybe your father felt the same way, she suggested. My father isn't the easiest man to approach. Even on his good days, he said. He has a temper. You weren't singing happy songs the day I called you when the cow ate your turnips, She replied, I guess I've got a temper, too. So do I. It isn't exactly a bad trait. Only if you carry it to extremes. He looked down at his gloved hands. I guess. They're not r- young people anymore, Harley, she said quietly. If you wait too much longer, you may not get the chance to patch things up. You know, I've been thinking about that. <laughs> she hesitated. She didn't want to push too hard. She nudged her horse for a little so that she was even with him. Have you thought about what sort of ring you'd like? He pursed his lips and danced over. want to go on my finger or want to go through my nose. She laughed. Stop that. Just kidding. He looked. It's getting cloudy. We better... Get a move on, or we may get caught in a rain shower. She knew the warning was his way of ending the conversation, but she got him thinking that was enough for her for now. It suits me. He walked her back to the van, his hands in his pockets. His thoughts were away. I enjoyed today, she told him. Thanks for the riding lesson. He stopped at the driver's door of the van and looked down at her, a little oddly. You don't push, do you? Yes, yeah, so It's one of the things I like best about you. I don't like being pushed myself, she confided. She says, you're a good man. He drew his hand out of his pocket and smoothed back her wind-blown dark hair, wear blue onto her cheek, the soft leather the to. You're a good woman, he replied, and I really mean that. She started to speak. He bent, covered her mouth with his. Before she could say anything, his lips parted, cold and hungry, on her soft, pliable lips. She opened them with a sigh and reached around him with both arms and held on tight. She loved kissing him, but it was more than affection. It was a white-hot fire, of passion that made her ache from head to toe. She felt swollen, hot, burning as his arms. Oh God! He groaned, shivering as he buried his mouth in Alice. We're getting in too deep too quick. Complaints, complaints! She crumpled into his throat. He laughed despite the ache that was almost doubling him over. It's not a complaint. Well, not exactly. He's, he drew in a calming breath, slowly let her go. His eyes burned down hers. We can't rush this, he said. It's too good. We have to go slow. Her wide dark blue eyes searched his slangingly. She was still humming all over with pleasure go slow she nodded her eyes felt his mouth are you hearing me she nodded her case was verted sensual li- lines of his lips hearing woman he caught her close again ramming his mouth down onto hers he backed her into the door of the van and ground his body against hers in a fever of need that echoed in her harsh moat for a long time they strained together in the misty rain neither capable of pulling back just when it seemed that the only way to go was in the back of the man he managed to jerk his mouth back from hers and step away his jaw was so taut it felt as if his mouth might break his pale blue eyes were blazing with frustrated need her mouth was swollen and red she leaned back against the door struggling to breathe normally as she stared up at him with helpless adoration he wasn't obliviously masculine but that close she felt every t- line of his body he was delicious she thought like candy hard candy you have to leave now he said in a very strained tone Leave, she nodded again, leave now, she nodded, now, Alice, honey, there were four pairs of eyes watching us out the window right now, and two pairs of them working getting a hell of a sexual education. Eyes, she was like, eyes, she turned, there in the living room window were four faces, the adult ones were obviously amused. the little ones were wide eyed with curiosity. Alice blush. Oh dear! You have to go right now. He moved her gently aside and opened the door. Helped her up onto the seat. He. Goes, I'm not having supper in the big house tonight. I can promise you that. He added. She began to recover her senses and her sense of humor. Oh, I see, she mused. I've compromised you. Well, don't you worry, sweetheart. She jawed, I'll save your reputation. You can marry me tomorrow. You'll have know, no, I'm trimming horses hooves. She laughed. they have fairers to do that. Our is on Christmas vacation. He. One day, she told you'll run out of excuses. He searched his eyes. Her eyes was small. Of course I will. He said, but not today. I'll phone you. He closed the door. She started the engine, piled down and went, thanks for the ride. He was so Thanks for the advice. I'll take it. Merry Christmas, he cocked that Christmas is over. New Year's is coming. That reminds me, we have a New Year's celebration here, he said. I can bring you to it. <laughs> I'll be back in San Antonio then, she said. I'll drive you down here and then drive you home no i'll stay in the motel she said i don't want you on the roads after midnight they're drunk drivers his heart lifted his eyes warm you really are honey she smiled hold that that see you he winked at her and chuckled when she blessed you see you pretty girl she fumbled the band in the gear and drove off jerkingly it had been a landmark day end of chapter eight.